I will do that. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, um, <laughs> how's your week gone? Oh my gosh. So it was um a mandatory week for my daughter, which means it's like the week leading up to a convention weekend. Like death week basically. Yeah, yeah. So everything's mandatory. She can't get sick because if she misses a class, she gets pulled out of the competition. Um, so everything, you know, kind of went well. Um we ended up going on Friday to support some teammates of hers that were competing. She didn't have to be there on Friday, which is strange. It's odd, but um, she went anyways just to support some teammates. And um, it was kind of an easy peasy Friday. And then Saturday we had to be there at, uh, I want to say like 740, 7.40 in the morning to start classes. And then later that night she was competing. We got home last night around midnight. Wow. Yeah. And she's she's sick. Like. Oh, no. Yeah, we got an email at 8.45 this morning. She wasn't supposed to be there till 9.50, which is also very unusual. Um, usually they start Sundays at like 8 o'clock promptly. Um, but I don't know. They just did something different. So 8.45, our studio emails us and says there's a positive COVID case on the team. And I remember my daughter was complaining of a sore throat. And I was like, well, crap. So I did a home test for her and it's negative oh good but then I remember someone last week another mom from so she's on a uh, she's on a large team but there's half senior and half junior she's on the senior team there was a junior that said she had strep throat and I was mm. like oh crap I don't know why I didn't put two and two together so um she didn't end up going today it was, I mean, she was oh, just wow. in tears all day. She was, oh. this is one of her favorite conventions and she didn't get to participate today because she was like, well, I don't want to go and get everybody sick because she has another one coming up next weekend. Yeah. So I was like, well, if you mask up, I mean, everything came back negative. Her COVID test came back negative. Her strep throat right. test came back negative. So I was like, if you just mask up, it's probably just like an ugly cold or like the weather's changing. So your throat's probably acting weird um, and just stay in the back. And she's like, well, I don't want to be responsible for everyone being sick next week. So she just took yeah. an L and took one for the team and she stayed out today. So. Wow. Good for her. But that sucks. I'm sure she was devastated. Oh my God. It was, it was a horrible morning. She was like, at first she was in the mindset where she was like, let me just go get a test at the urgent care. And if it's negative, I'll go. And then she was just like, yeah, not, she was yeah. crying all morning, all the way into the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, when I was, I mean, back when I did competitive cheerleading, it was kind of like, I mean, this was years and years and years ago, but you just kind of showed up to your competitions through anything. But I think after COVID, gone are the days of that. You Absolutely. Know? Like, yes. You don't back if I you could be dying practically and they'd still expect you to compete. But Absolutely. Yep. Since the pandemic, I feel like that um has changed a lot. Yeah. And I honestly I appreciate it a little bit more True. because it's like yeah. I get 
you know, trying to power through things and, but like, let's not take out a whole team and let's not take out other studios because you were negligent and you sent your kid to a convention with all these other kids from all over, you know, I just, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, I think that it goes down to like principle too, of just like taking care of yourself you know first and foremost then if you're sick then you need to like be home and take care of yourself being sick rather than like you know it translates to later in life when she's sick and working under a corporation where you know maybe they expect her to go to work every single day when they're sick no matter what and she'll be like no fuck you I'm sick and not let a company take advantage yeah yeah really I think it's important to learn that you know Yep, I, I Eric, it's very apparent this is how his family is because this is how he is. Uh, like you, he'd have to be probably on his deathbed to call out, and even at that, he'd probably still try and go to. Work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I've seen him go to work with kidney stones. I've seen him go to work right after surgery. I've seen oh him go God. to work with a freaking infectious disease spider bite on his face oh my god insanity workaholic but um that that's a generational thing and i think that um is starting to change these days yeah you know i think that would be might be an interesting topic that would be an awesome thing to touch on so yeah maybe we should do um do you have any eventful things that happened in the last week i feel like i broke a rib I don't know if I coughed really hard or like had somebody crack my back or something and it injured me, but I've had this horrible pain and I'll be like laying in bed, wheezing, trying to go to sleep. Like my, I don't know, it came on all of a sudden and it's just not going away and I don't know what to do. (laughs) My mother-in-law was like, you probably, you could have coughed really hard if you were like smoking or when you got sick or something and cracked a rib and you know it just takes a long time to heal from that and there's Um, nothing you can do about it so I was like I guess that's is that common I feel like that's news to me really no (laughs) yeah that's like a thing well especially because like I'm a smoker so I cough a lot I smoke weed but yeah that's like a thing if you cough really really hard or like you can sneeze really really hard and crack a rib Oh my god, I feel like I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. It's like actually not that uncommon to to like crack or injure one of your ribs or to pull like a muscle around your ribs and it just hurt for a long fucking time, but they can't do anything about it. My okay. sister, when she was a cheerleader in high school, she she actually com or uh tried out for the Hawaii University cheer team with two two broken ribs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I've had a cracked rib at least once in my life. Yeah, it hurts. And I had no idea. I just hadn't, I just hadn't thought about it until my mother-in-law was like, yeah, that's probably what's happening. And Eric was like, oh, yeah, I've done that before. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. It's just really annoying. One of the other things on his list that he's continued to work through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, other than that, I mean, no, it really hasn't been that eventful. I'm trying to think. I don't even... <laughs> I don't think I've really done anything this week, to be honest with you. 
So, um, oh, but, well, I have, uh, we're starting a new weed plant right now. Um, his mom will grow outside for us here in Nevada. And so we decided just to throw a new crop out in her backyard. So we've got those started and they sprouted and they're sitting out and there's the little cups in the sun right now. So yesterday I mixed up the soil for their pots. Yeah, we had somebody ask us about that, actually, because I think you mentioned it on your story takeover. Yeah. Well, so like I mentioned that I make my own edibles with can of butter that I made myself from weed that I grew myself. So I get from farm to table, basically, for my edibles and whatnot. It's I've done everything. I've grown everything. I've made everything completely homemade. So we, I did have somebody on our podcast reach out um, and ask about it and mentioned that she could she would love to hear us talk about it a little bit more so we decided to touch on it and and in lieu of that we decided I just decided to do a new crop so I've been recording and whatnot I think I'm going to drop a TikTok of just like what it looks like for the beginning stages of growing a new crop but wait Holly's gonna do a TikTok okay I keep saying that I'm going to and then I don't but I swear I swear I'm going to (laughs) I've been making like recording videos and I'm like thinking in my head of how I'm going to do the voiceover and it's a work in progress and it might get done. But in your defense, though, TikTok is extremely intimidating. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to like edit videos and make videos. It takes a long time. Yeah. All these TikTok people make it look so freaking easy and it's like... there's like one lip sync that I did and I had to do it like 25 times because it just never was right and even then I'm like I barely made it but my daughter does it all the time and she's always spot on I'm like how the hell do you do that yeah I'm not I'm just not good and now it sucks because nowadays if you're trying to do anything online like you have to have a TikTok from you could be from opening a fucking Etsy store to being an OnlyFans model and you have to have a TikTok in order to get famous like no matter what yeah no it's true and also I feel like we need to have somebody who has an OnlyFans on because I'm so curious because I get these TikToks for my best friend and I that's like our love language with each other we just send each other TikToks and we'll joke and be like ha 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 like let's get a sugar daddy or ha 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 let's sell feet pics because there's girls that go on there and they're like just downloaded this app and people are like paid for a trip with my feet <laughs> just like, no it's I know people that like legitimately make money from OnlyFans and it's it's really cool. Eric and I joke about it all the time. He's like, we could just like get those mold, chocolate molds and mold your butthole and then we can make like butthole chocolates and sell them. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. And <laughs> he goes, well, people are into it. Like, it doesn't matter what your kink or anything like that or anything is. You're going to find somebody to be into it that oh, you right. will and, buy and your also, shit like when you think of only fans people automatically revert to like or think of um Porn. Like, yeah like <laughs> yeah. sexual sexualization of like fetishes and stuff like that but i know there are people out there that have only fans that's like not that content yeah so yeah yeah my i know husband was joking about it too he was like maybe i should get an only fans and i was like what the fuck are you gonna do on only fans <laughs> he's like i don't know there's gotta be somebody out there that would pay to watch me i don't know <laughs> yeah well i talked to eric about it and i was it, this is before i knew um their rules 
But um, I told him you should do an OnlyFans just about weed. Like you can talk about weed. You can smoke weed. You know, teaching people how to roll blunts, how to roll joints, all this kind of stuff. How to grow their own weed. Like it would be a great OnlyFans. And people would fucking pay for it. And then I went on and I looked and OnlyFans actually doesn't allow any type of like cannabis or anything on their uh, website. So that was pretty lame. Oh, um, like right. you can you can show your butthole, but you can't smoke weed. So yeah. that's really weird. And also I'm into <laughs> these butthole chocolates. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm talking so much about buttholes right now. <laughs> um, so today's episode is about buttholes. <laughs> Um, no, actually today's episode is, um, welcome to underqualified. It's not about anything really. We, Holly, you texted me and was like, what's our topic? And I was like, I don't have the brain capacity to think of anything. So let's just do a fun one. So it's a fun one today, guys. Yeah. Well, and and I know I can talk a little bit more about like the cannabis thing. I know some people want to hear about it. So if I, I can go like in depth talking about just kind of like our growing process and what I've done so far I'm not like a super experienced grower I've done like three or four crops so I know we talked about maybe doing that too so let's do it let's get into it yeah yeah so have you have you ever grown weed Sarah no I feel like that's a silly question to ask (laughs) me (laughs) but it was a good question nonetheless no I haven't um but I do know folks that have yeah um I everybody I know pretty much has um but that's just the circle that I run in and one I started dating Eric it I just got really heavy into the cannabis industry and everything about cannabis and I loved the idea of just the natural organic medicine unfortunately in the recreational market not everything is organic (laughs) these days especially here in Washington and so we just kind of decided it'll be cheaper and easier and overall better for our bodies if we just start producing our own products to consume ourselves and it actually worked out really well for us so yeah it's like organic yeah and Eric he knew what he was doing so he's grown several times before I ever started so he was kind of my weed guru going through it now I feel confident in like yesterday I was mixing up the soil and and adding in like the bat poop and worm poop confidently by myself that's called do you remember yeah um Ace Ventura yeah so bat guano and and earthworm castings is like what I added to my soil and and we do kind of like a three-part soil so there's like dirt and and kind of like this clay type of thing and a clay type of like material and and sand pretty much buy it's called loam soil you can buy it from like local nurseries and whatnot but we mix our own up or you can just use regular soil I guess just not miracle grow. Like, please, for the love of God, don't use miracle grow for your weed. Okay, now I have to ask though, what like does that impact the flavor or the everything? Like literally everything you do down to the teensiest tiniest thing can affect the cannabis you're growing. Down to not washing your hands before you go into your tent or uh, you know, the type of nutrients you're using if you didn't rinse your dirt out well enough. I mean, literally everything can affect the taste or quantity of, of your weed that you're growing. So it it is 
kind of a science. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that for a long time, and maybe now it's not necessarily legal to grow your own, or am I wrong about that? Well, if you have your medical card, um, I believe in Washington State, they can let you grow anywhere between 6 and 12 plants, I think. Um, But I think, like, in Washington, recreationally, you can grow, like, one or two plants legally. That's not the case everywhere, but, um, like, in Nevada, if you want to grow your own plants, you have to prove that you live 50 miles away from a dispensary or something like So, like, in Nevada, it's not as much of a legal thing, but, you know. Cool. So, you have this science down, I feel like, really good. So, anything you can do can affect the cannabis that you're growing yeah so but in in what way like do you can you go more into that yeah so uh, just kind of like generally the whole process of it like we start out our seeds some people stick them straight in dirt some people stick them in water we put them in a paper towel that is moistened with water and then we keep it moist for three or four days and that allows the seeds to sprout out not in dirt not in anything just in the moist environment um, sorry for saying moist so many times. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to put that on our OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. So, yeah. So, they sprout out. They these little sprouts. And then, at that point, they're ready to go in dirt. So, I put them in solo cups that have holes poked in the bottom in the dirt. And then, I put the seed in and cover it with soil. And there, they'll sit until they're big enough to be able to survive in like a bigger pot and at that point is when like it really starts your diligence your ph in your water if your water is too acidic or not acidic enough it can affect how your plants are going to grow if they're getting too much sunlight or too little sunlight it can affect how your plants are going to grow your plants have to sit in 12 hours of complete darkness so you have to make sure you have a way to get them out of any type of sunlight because you're developing your trichomes and your thc at that point and um so the environment your humidity the amount of wind the heat uh we keep it around we like to keep our tent around 72 degrees, but outdoors, it's kind of harder, obviously, to control the environment. Yeah, and then you use nutrients in the second half of your your growing. Once your plants start developing the buds, that's when you're going to start using nutrients and switch into your flowering phase. And then your buds are going to start growing, and it's going to look really pretty and start smelling really pretty. And um, they grow these little white hairs, which is great. And that's when you you just kind of let them do their own thing. We usually um, top them. So we'll chop the top of the plant off so they don't grow any taller. They just grow wider. Uh, we don't like super tall plants. We like them to grow wide. Um, I just had a quick question. So it escaped me, actually. Oh, okay. So like different strains. Mm-hmm. How does one make a different like what does that mean so there's people that are into the genetics um there's female plants and male plants and her plants that start female and turn male a female plant a feminized plant does not grow any seeds that is the kind that you're typically typically going to smoke um it has higher thc 
Um, it looks better. It smokes better. That's going to be your female plant. That's what you're buying from your dispensaries. Your male plant is going to be where the genetics come from. Those are the ones that grow the seeds. Their THC is going to be a lot lower because of the tea seeds. And um, depending on the plant, it could just be totally not smokable at all because there will be so many seeds just in the buds. So you basically you just breed them pretty much. You take your female plant and your male plant, say you take one strain like Jack Herrera in your female plant, and then you take a, I don't know, a headband in your male plant. You'll breed them and then you'll get a mixture between Jack Herrera and headband, which I don't know, I'd probably call jackhead or something like that (laughs) okay (laughs) but you know and then there's these companies that are actually I have a really good friend who often does podcasts he just relocated to Maine he owns a genetics company um his wife is my best friend and that's what he does for a living is is these cannabis genetics and invents new strains and it's like it's a whole different world genetics is a whole different world that i'm not into at all that i don't know anything about (laughs) that's wild that is so wild it's so much deeper than i think most people realize in the cannabis industry in and of itself is so much deeper i think than people realize because there's a lot that goes on there's a lot of science involved in it there's a lot of botany involved in it so it i mean it is a really cool industry and it's actually a really it's a thriving industry that you can be really successful in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Um, it's it's cheaper to do it that way for us, definitely. The, the plants take about three months to grow. And then once it gets to the point where your trichomes are fully developed, then you'll hang them upside down. They'll dry. Depends on the environment, how quickly they dry. But they'll dry, hang upside down. And then we go and trim all the extra leaves and all the big stems and everything off. And then you're left with your beautiful little buds. But they're not ready to smoke immediately. You have to throw them in a jar and then they cure. And the process is going to be where your taste really develops and your terpenes really develop. Um, We throw them in a jar with a humidity pack and cover them with a blanket or a towel, put them in a dry, cool place, dark, cool place. And every single day we'll come open all the jars, dump them all out, shake it around, put it back in the jar, put the humidity pack back in and put it back in the darkness. And that'll go on for about a week. And then we just let them sit in the jars without burping, burping them or anything for another week or two. Um, And then at that point, the buds will be smokable. They'll have more of a taste. They'll, they'll not be so harsh. They'll have the better smell and really develop the full character. It's kind of like letting your your wine age. You got to let your weed age after you right. grow it. Well, um, so yeah. if someone, I mean, you are going, it sounds like back and forth to between Vegas and Washington, what would be like, Washington is obviously a very much colder climate. Mm-hmm. And so does that do you have to like, did you say you have to temperature regulate it? Like how, what would that look like yeah. in Washington versus somewhere like. So like Las in Vegas? Washington state, I would never grow outside. Um, there's seeds that are called autoflowers. So like I was talking about before I grow my plant and then I'll put it into flower mode. And that's when the buds start growing. There's seeds called autoflowers where you don't have to do that. It'll automatically just start growing the buds. Um, and that 
is the type of seeds that if you're going to grow in Washington state outside, those are the only types of seeds you can use because your growing season is going to be so short. Whereas here in Nevada, we don't use, uh, we don't use auto flowers. We just use regular seeds and we are able to take the time to grow them and then flower them. And it'll, we're starting them now. I started them last week. It's, April the end of April and they'll probably be done around the end of October wow okay cool so when you're trimming your plants to make them look like those nice little buds you'll get a lot of leaves that may not necessarily be like the strongest part of the flower but there's still THC in them so what we do with that is soaking in alcohol and butter and then bake off the alcohol and there's your can of butter basically or we like you do it in a crock pot we can like bake the weed and do it in a crock pot with just the and then you use like a cheesecloth and squeeze it out and we put it in the little mason jars and freeze it and then there's your can of butter um i do it in little tiny mason jars to where one jar would equal one stick of butter and you just in your baking you just use it one to one as you would use butter cool yeah i did brownies mm-hmm. once in arizona <laughs> How was that? How'd that turn out for you? Um, well, I actually, um, I had little assistance in the baking process, but I was like there. Um, we made can of butter. I couldn't even tell you how we did it. Um, so I, I don't even remember. And then um, I was too afraid to have too much because I had heard so many people say like, you eat too much your first time and then it like creeps up on you and you're basically like dead to the world for a while so I was like I'm gonna take it a little bit slow so I it was good I mean we were it was kind of like a party we were making jello shots and um weed brownies for our party and it was just a bunch of like friends and we were all really young at the time but um yeah it was cool yeah I think we ended up we ended up having the neighbors call the cops on us though and shut that party down so (laughs) ultimately it wasn't a great day but yeah it was a good experience I feel like all the best parties get shut down by police yeah you know it wasn't like we were being like rowdy I mean we were definitely young rowdy kids at the time but it, I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of chill. Like we didn't have the music playing loud. Um, we had a pool and a hot tub in our backyard. So people were just chilling, like swimming. I don't know. I just, it was weird. I think the neighbors smelled somebody smoking weed though. And they were like, um. we're not having this here. Or like thought we were part of the drug cartel or something. And um, because that's a fun story for another time, but our house actually got swatted, like the SWAT team came um, and we weren't allowed to go in our house. We were like sitting on the side of the um, on the sidewalk outside of our house. And it was just like a really scary thing to happen. But yeah, that's a story for another time. Is, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, anytime I've been at a party that's been busted by the police, it was like a college party. So they just told everybody to go home. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. That's, it's how I prefer to smoke my weed is weed that I've grown my own. Now I prefer to eat my weed is weed that I've grown my own. Um, I'm just like a hippie like that, I guess. And I'm also a weed snob. I know exactly what I like in my weed. I know how I like it grown. I know how I like it to taste yada yada and so 
I have a really hard time going into dispensary and getting weed that I will be 100% satisfied with. Uh, just because, like, in the recreational market, you just not, it's just, it's just not as good. There's some really good weed, but it's just not as good. Washington State, for sure, for recreational market, is top of the line. Um, outside of Washington, any other weed I've had is just fucking trash. Trash. But, trash. <laughs> but um, everybody thinks it's, like, California or Colorado that has the best weed. But honestly, recreationally, Washington is where it's at. I've actually heard that more than one time in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Justin Bieber gets his weed from California, so I don't know. (laughs) Well, Um, Justin Bieber is smoking some bunk weed then. Yeah, (laughs) I believe it. Hit me up, Justin. I'll grow your weed. Yeah, you know, he actually posted for 420, which um, is funny because, you know, my he's like a godly man, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we attend his church of his pastor up here in Washington. Yeah. And so when my daughter was like, yeah, because I was talking about how we like completely missed the whole 420 situation. Like we released an episode that had nothing to do with 420. Yeah, that was a fail. And And like of all people, of all people. Right. Um, So I was like, that's dumb. So that's kind of part of the reason why we're talking about this now is because we have to like make up for that but I was talking about that and she was like oh yeah Justin Bieber posted for 420 and I was like what I don't know I just and his pastor is like all about him like he he doesn't name drop him like ever but sometimes he'll slip it in there and you know talk very highly of him and he I don't know but anyway it just was interesting to me weird because again I come from like catholic the Catholic side of things where that's like no drugs, no alcohol, or like you can drink alcohol and then go pray about it on Sunday, you know? So <laughs> just it like kind of a sterile environment. So I'm like, how can you be a godly man, but also just like celebrate 420? I don't know. Oh, I'm, I, you, I'm sure you'd be so fucking surprised. Yeah. How many Christians or whatever are stoners? Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know, like, half the kids in my class that were graduating from eighth grade were, like, stoners. Oh, yeah. But at that time... Which is crazy to me. I've never... Talking to some of my friends now, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I smoked weed in middle school. I would have never... I would have never thought that kids were smoking weed when I was in middle school. It was just never a thought in my mind that there was even, like, drugs that existed in middle school. Yeah. And it's insanity to me nowadays that people will be like, oh, yeah, like, I smoked weed for the first time in the seventh grade. What the fuck? I didn't even, like, have a sip of wine until I was 16. (laughs) Like, Yeah. And and I have... I. I want to say it's, like, where my school was located. It was, like, in the middle of the ghetto. And, like, not that that's, like, telling of anything, but I just feel like it might have been more prevalent there, like, the population that lived there. Um, And also, like, just Catholics are repressed kids anyway, so they're often, like, hyper-sexualized and hyper, like, into things that are contraband at a very early age. Yeah. Like, the number of kids that went to rehab in high school is wild, because I went to a Catholic high school, too. Um, we had 
somebody die of an overdose while we were like before we graduated yeah it's just like I think that's why I kind of was like I don't this is like not a religion for me like I don't want my kids coming up in this I don't want because it's what I saw growing up but anyway I don't I don't always want to round back to my Catholicism I feel like we do we do but I think that it's important to talk about because I think a lot of people can probably relate really heavily to that I you know I wasn't necessarily raised in the church but I was raised around people who were raised in the church and I can absolutely see how that can cause some lifetime fucking trauma (laughs) that is you're gonna revert back to every now and then it's true yeah it's absolutely and I think I think it's relevant to talk about okay well that makes me feel a little better good (laughs) (laughs) although I tried not to mention it at all costs every time (laughs) we so we did this episode backwards so I think to close it out we could do song of the week and then I have a couple I have some little bios that we're going to post on social media and so to go along with that we can do like a get to know you like I don't know rapid fire questions does that sound good yeah absolutely okay so I'll go first with song of the week because again I'm actually prepared and I'm really proud of myself yay and for no um, good reason other than, again, it came up as I was listening to music and I was like, God, I really love this song. It's called I Say a Little Prayer by Aretha Franklin. Do you know it? I love that song. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that song. I wish we could play. Okay, so I the first time I ever heard that song was on Glee. Anybody else? message me if you too yeah yeah I do like that version however I'm a huge Aretha fan so I knew it you know before Glee but yes that's my cool um, Sarah good for you (laughs) it's actually not that cool but yes I do pride (laughs) myself on my music selection okay I feel like I have to do something less um predictable you picked Aretha Franklin yeah how am I supposed to not pick reggae when you pick Aretha Franklin oh what about country okay yeah we don't ever pick country songs okay right 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 okay we're gonna go with country I'm just gonna do oh I'm gonna pick the boys around here by Blake Shelton because I think Blake Shelton is sexy as hell and does not get enough credit for his face and music um so boys around here by Blake Shelton it's a fun it's a catchy song and it's fun to listen like when the sun is out you know on that kind of summery day okay yeah I don't like Blake Shelton I don't like country but (laughs) I I always give like I try to give country a chance because I'm like there's got to be something I do like when I was really little I used to listen to Reba McIntyre so there's like some part of me that does like country I just it's not like my first choice so yeah honestly I don't listen to country a lot my boyfriend does though so you know if we're on a road trip I try and I'll play like a couple of my songs and a couple of songs he likes so I do end up listening to country a lot um but yeah we're gonna we'll see if that confuses anybody this week because we're so predictable I feel we like are. Our, I, I feel like our genre of music is like Sarah music and Holly music it is <laughs> And it's very obvious as to who's is who. 
It is. And I, I like, I have a wide variety of music that I like. Like I like pop. I like, um, not country. I like rock. I like, I like R and B. I like, you know, I like a lot of different things. I like music from the forties. I like music yeah. from now. I like music like nineties is obviously my favorite, but it's obviously very um, evident, though, every time we post a song, but oh, yeah. well. I think this will be a little bit more confusing, though, because I didn't pick reggae or whatever else I usually pick. I always feel like <laughs> if I pick, like, a retro song, though, that they're going to know it's me because I'm older. I don't think you're that much older. I think so. But I always, ca- like, I always think I'm I'm old, like a grandma already. So, <laughs> anyways, let's anyway. close it out with our... Um, rapid fire questions. Ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Texting or talking? Talking. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. Oh, wait. I was supposed to answer these two. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I prefer texting. My favorite day of the week is... Ugh, I don't have a favorite day of the week. I would have to say Friday. I I also do enjoy a good hump day, but Friday this year in particular is not busy like the rest of the days of the week for us. It's like my one down day. Okay. Okay. So I think you should ask the, wait, wait, wait. I think you should ask the question and then go one, two, three, and then we'll both answer. Okay. After three. Okay. Ariel or Jasmine? One, two, three, Jasmine. Jasmine. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Um, Ariel's a little, sorry, keep going. That's a oh we're we're gonna need to get into that. <laughs> Ariel is not my favorite. Uh, okay. Do you believe in fate? One, two, three. No. Yeah. Ooh, that might be worth getting into too. Yeah. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? One, <laughs> two, three. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you did what you expect from me. <laughs> I didn't want to admit that, but you're welcome, <laughs> underqualified listeners, because I just did. And yes, they were Birkenstocks. Oh, have, they have to be. Or Nike slides. Those are oh, the yep, yep. I've done that, too, with my slides. <laughs> I think we have Adidas, though, not Nike. We're not as cool as Holly, I guess. No, I have Adidas, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, love, uh, I actually prefer Adidas over Nike. That's just... Anyways... <laughs> Wow, we're coming up with some really good conversation really here. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Sourdough or wheat? One, two, three. Sourdough. sourdough. Mm-hmm. With butter. Oh, with butter. So good. Okay, wait, but I'm going to do you one better. It's toasted with butter and Parmesan cheese. Try it. Oh. You, won't, you won't regret it. I'm going to try it on Tuesday and I'll put it on our Snapchat or our um, Instagram. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll do a couple more. Okay. Do you respect Kanye West? One, two, three. No. No. Absolutely not. I'm so glad we're on the same page there. I'm sorry. He's just done too much for me. I'm not like, I will never buy a pair of Yeezys. I won't fucking support him or his companies. I just, I, I think he's a trash human. I do too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? One, two, three. No. No. Oh, Ooh. I honestly, I was expecting you to say yes, and I <laughs> don't know why. 
I've never. Oh, wow. I've punched. I've punched, I've, I've punched somebody. someone in the balls, but I've never slapped anybody. I just think it's my first boyfriend ever, actually, who ended up being my first husband. I thought he would always talk about how he thought that was the most fucking disrespectful thing ever, like to be slapped in the face. I don't know if it ever happened to him and like that's why he hated it so much or something, but it was just like a really big thing for him. And so I don't know if that like got conditioned into my brain, but that's never something I would do. Yeah, no, me neither. Maybe I throw also... a drink on you, but I wouldn't slap anybody. No, I also, I'm not the type of person to like poop in someone's yard or something. And I only bring that up. That's so I... interesting <laughs> how that came up after slap. <laughs> that was a really big escalation there. Anyways, what were you going to say? Because on my stories, um, on my story takeover day on Friday, I asked if anyone cared about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp story, which could be worth talking about. But she pooped on the side of the bed and blamed it on the dog. Like who? I don't know anybody that would be like, I'm just going to shit in someone's house randomly or like. Have you ever listened to, like, the confessions on on the morning radio show in Seattle? There's, like, a surprising amount of people who are, like, I got so drunk and, like, pooped in my friend's closet and I never owned up to it. Okay, that's, but that's a different, like, I'm talking about, I also would never, yeah, I would never do that either. But, yes, (laughs) as, like, a way to say, fuck you, I'm going to shit somewhere on Mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. I just, like, I would never do that. You're I just can't. not, you're not a, a spite pooper. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was talking about this with my husband too. And I was like, would you ever do that? He's like, absolutely not. It's not my style. So I can't say I would. I can't say I would. I don't know anybody that's actually done that either though. So me neither. Well, I if, think, you've I ever, just... if you've ever pooped out of spite, um, message us because we yep. want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ask it on our stories after following this episode. <laughs> yeah. This has been a really interesting episode, and I feel like you guys are learning a lot about us. <laughs> yeah. And that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. On that note. <laughs> oh, wait. We release these in the morning. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Um, yeah. But definitely follow us on at Underqualified Masters Pod on Instagram to interact with our stories. We do a Q&A usually on Wednesdays. Um, we also do a song of the week post where you get to guess what song um, was whose choice, Holly or Sarah. And we're on TikTok now at Underqualified Masters. And we don't talk about bubbles as soft. And we don't often talk about poop either. Yeah, but you know, got to keep you on your toes. Right. We'll have a good rest of the week. We'll talk with you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.